Oh, I was excited to see Will Levis and Malik Willis battling it out in real time on the field. Oh, I was excited to see what Tajay Spears had cooking up on that run game. Was the offense going to show up? Was the defense depth going to hold up? Now, if you think in the Titans versus Bears preseason game, NFL fans, Tennessee Titans fans, tighten up. You belong here. I can feel it in the air. I can feel it in the air, y'all. A slight hint of cool breeze every now and then, especially with the storms in the past week. Training camp underway, more interviews, more NFL talk, more analysis, good and bad. I'm so ready for football. I'm so ready. Got my Oilers. Throwback with the king on it. And forget the haters. Y'all know the history. Houston, get over it. Y'all got the Texans now. I'm from B-more. We had the Colts and the Browns run out on us. And while there's still a handful of people who are still bitter, The majority of us have moved on. Some love laws, but there's no crying about it for sure. So I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, y'all got the Oilers jerseys on. Oh, that's so wrong. Get over. Let me not forget to introduce myself. I am your humble and most honorable host, Real. And this episode is brought to you by E&J and Coke. Diet Coke, because I'm old, you know what I'm saying? Old school. So ready for football. I don't know what the season's going to bring. You never know with this Titans team. Love it or hate it. But I'm so ready for football. I'm ready for them games. I'm ready for that two-tone blue. I'm ready for T-Rack. Pre-game, 12-man sword ritual. All of that, I'm ready. What I'm not ready for What I'm not ready for is people arguing about my team and they don't watch the games. But they know all about how Tannehill suck, right? Titans fans, y'all know them people. Oh, Tannehill is horrible. Oh, my gosh, y'all need a real quarterback. What I'm not ready for is NFL analysts snubbing the Titans because they haven't won a Super Bowl yet or because they're a small market team. But they'll go on and on about the Jets or the Dolphins or some team 
who hasn't been relevant in a decade just because they picked up a good draft pick this season. All damn day, they will go on about this team that's been losing. You've seen it before. These cats will wax all day about how such and such isn't a good QB or running back and run down these stats like the stats tell the whole tale. What I'm really not ready for is NFL coaches on the damn sidelines chewing that damn gum like a rat on roadkill and the camera's focusing on that for like 10 minutes. It's like the coach with no gum or who chews with a respectable approach, mouth closed, you know, maybe a little mouth crack, little mouth crack open when the flavor get good, you know. For the most part, you can't see the gum in their mouth. They get two seconds of camera time. You almost never see a camera on that dude. But the coach with the wicked gum chew, you're going to get at least 20 seconds of him at a time. It's like the NFL has a contract with Wrigley's to show no less than 30 minutes of gum chew, the most vile gum chew per game or be in breach or be in breach of contract. I wish I could ban it from football. I can't even eat. I can't even eat while I watch it. And where does it all go? When the game is over, when the gum flavor is, is lost, lost this shine, I'm sure they just spit it out. That sideline is probably worse than an underside of a school desk. Who has that job? scraping up that gum after every game. I hope they pay him or her well. I digress. I digress. Aside from all of that, y'all ready for football? Are y'all ready for football though? I'm so ready. I'm up in NYC these days. This weekend, I was in the Century 21 store in Manhattan. Saw a woman with a Titans hat on in New York City. I was like, okay, I'm about to hit her with a Titans up for sure. How often do you run into Titans fans anywhere on the East Coast? Unless you're near Nashville or Tennessee. I'm a Northeast Coaster. I almost never see Titans fans. I'm like, I'm about to hit this lady up with a Titans up, you know, tighten up. But I'm too cool for that. In my mind, I was like, yo, what up, home slice? Tighten up. I didn't want no beef with my lady who was with me. Over a simple gesture, 
of good faith and joyfulness over the presentation of the team that I love so much, these Tennessee Titans. She'd be like, oh, you want to you wanna tighten up random, huh? I'm about to tighten you up. Want to real I got that, but you know, it was Sunday, the Sabbath. I ain't, I ain't want to come off the chill I was on. So, you know, I just, I just let that slide. I just acknowledge her in my head. Anyway, let's talk about this first preseason game for the Titans. It was a respectable showing. I thought it was a respectable showing. Brable led his assistant coach be the coach for the game, Terrell Williams. It was a fairly well-coached game, I thought. Penalty-wise, I thought the Titans fared well. I thought they fared well on their first outing of the season. Some people might be saying, well, it's just preseason. Don't matter. Don't matter if it's just the backups and the backup hopefuls. The coaching is for all players. Preseason lets you know how the coaching is doing. If you see the backups and the hopefuls not committing penalties, playing a certain way, like you know things are poised to potentially be on the right track. I could be wrong, but I think it speaks to the kind of coaching that's happening this offseason. Titans aren't necessarily, or any NFL team aren't necessarily going to show you their offense or their defense all the time. But the coaching is forever. How you're poised on the field, whether you commit penalties or not, whether you get those offsides, whether you get encroachments, whether you get false starts, like all that's coaching. You don't see much of that in the preseason. I say a team's off to a good start. Titans played their starting O-line initially. Which is a good idea. They need to practice with all the changes that O-line has had. They played them for a little while at least. Just to see how they gelled. I'm no super analyst, but uh, from what I saw, they seemed to hold up okay. Some struggles, some sacks on the offensive line overall, but not so much with the first, about to say first rounders, not so much with the starters, the backups, the hopefuls. And even with the backups and the hopefuls, I'm not sure if that was completely on the whole line most of the time when there were some struggles. I mean, there were times in this game where Levis had all day to throw. All day. Let's just jump into that QB competition. And there is a QB competition. For that number two quarterback spot, for sure. Number one spot, sold up. Ain't nobody even close to Tannehill. Competition for the number two spot. You know, the Titans are a 
get what you earn type team. You don't come to practice, you don't play. You don't earn a spot, you don't play. You seem like you're struggling, no matter what spot in the draft you picked at. You might not play. You might sit on the bench a little while till you seem to be able to get yourself together. I remember when they benched Mariota in that game against the Broncos. Tannehill showed us we had more than a backup quarterback on our hands. So glad. So glad they took Marcus out. I hated to say it, but I was so happy they took him out. The brother was bad. As much as he was loved and liked on and off the field, that day he was, he was bad. Like, that was a winnable game. He needed to go. And he left. And we had Tannehill. And for the most part, I have been pretty satisfied with Tannehill. I think most Titans fans would say they've been pretty satisfied with Tannehill. I mean, people who understand what they're seeing on the field, at least. People thought Levis was going to be the number one QB. I remember hearing all the talk. Oh, yeah, he's going to take Tannehill. He should trade Tannehill. Now they got Levis. We see he is quite not ready for that. Some think he's a natural for the backup spot, though. Based on what we saw this weekend, I'm, I'm not so sure he's a natural for number two. I definitely don't think they should be trading him or no, nothing crazy like that. And if they got to keep three quarterbacks on the roster, then they keep three quarterbacks on the roster. His pocket awareness just was not good. Often. He was getting tagged, flat-footed. Sometimes he got the ball out late. Like, he had plenty of time. I'm like, there were times where he just seemed to lack pocket awareness. It could have been that the receivers weren't getting where they needed to be or just not open. But But he just seemed lacking in his... Ability to get the ball out with any kind of speed. At one point, I almost felt like, "Uh uh-oh, this is what we saw last year. And because of the angle of the cameras, you, you can't always see the routes that the receivers are running, especially with this NFL network broadcast. Like you, you just couldn't get a good feel from the Titans perspective because it was a Bears oriented type game. But often I was wondering, are they running these routes like Downing had last year where they were going out like 80 yards before they would turn around? Or are they just being covered really good? Or are people open and, I don't know, the scheme's too complicated? Like, where's the quick pass? I know they tried a couple of screens. The drink kicking it. I know they tried a couple of screens. But they were quick screens and they and they got blown up quick, just as quick, just as quick as they ran it. Malik has had his struggles, too. I thought Malik looked better than Levis, though. I thought he looked a little better. Made more plays, made better plays, I thought. 
I didn't count. My analysis might be bad here. I'm not really an analyst like that. I just tell it how I see it on the field. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You can point it out. Just off the cuff, Malik just looked a little better. Just in my eyes. He was slow on the play clock that one play in the beginning. Shaking off a little rust, you know. Had a couple high passes. Need to bring those passes down some. He had a couple folks open and he just slightly overthrew them with high passes. People might be saying, well, if the receiver touched the ball, then he should have caught it. No. No, those couple of passes were high. One was to Kenzie in the end zone. And another was to Josh Wiley, whose hands it tipped off of for an interception. Josh Wiley didn't look his best today. He fumbled a bit. Seemed like he couldn't hold on to the ball. On that one hit where he, he fumbled, I didn't think he took two steps, but that's just me. Chris Moore didn't have his best day today. Defense got burned a little. Rashawn Johnson, I think that's his name, Rashawn Johnson, from the Bears just bum-rushed the whole damn team in that third quarter for a gang of yards. I mean, he didn't just outrun people. He went through folks who had hands and arms on him in some cases, still went through him. Defense looked rough on a few plays. Now, we know all the starters weren't in there, but, you know, there's some that start some games, molding. Another person or two. Defense looked a little rough. That depth looked a little rough. New kicker missed a field goal. We did have some good moments. Special teams forced that fumble. Oh, that was so sweet. Soon as dude caught it. Bow! Soon as dude put hands on it. Bow! Ball took that bounce. Dude put hands on it. Bam! Put him on his butt. I think it was Shaheem Carter. Who was on the hit. Neiman on the recovery. It was a good play. Different receivers caught passes. I think Racy had one or two. Gavin Holmes. Kieris Jackson. Harrison. I don't recall seeing much out of Nick Westbrook Akine. Chestnut had some nice runs. Spears had some nice runs. For the little bit of time he was in. Haskins had that leap in the end zone. I feel like his runs weren't as productive as Spears and, and Chestnut when they had that rock, though. Guerra had some nice plays. Eric Guerra. Agara. Trey Avery had an interception. He was playing decent. Of course, this is all preseason, right? The team's first outing. This really isn't a game to count a guy out. It's, a, it's one of a few games to assess where everyone's at. Where they need to improve to make the team. 
where they need to improve to play professional football when the season starts. There'll be two more games to push, change, or negate the narrative. Then we wait a week or two. Then we got for real, for real Titans football. I can't wait. I'm excited. Until next week when we take on the Vikings. Peace. Tighten up. Peace.